Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Gordon Dean, and this is the Source Seed Pod podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Source Seed Pod podcast. As always, I'm your host. Gordon Dean. Um, wanted to uh, kind of jump into something today that has been, I guess it's been weighing on me for a little bit now. Um, the, the first thing is, we've got a rather interesting set of times in front of us right now. Um, at the time of this recording, it is the very end of May 2020. The year's not even half over yet, and man, what a ride this has been, folks. I'm here to tell you, um, I suspect, just kind of based on what's already happened, that we're going to have a rather interesting second half of the year. I can I can just see it coming now. Um one of the things that I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit, though, it's it's kind of a, I guess, sort of a well-rounded hodgepodge of things that I kind of wanted to touch on to make a point. So the first thing is, as I'm sure you're all aware, even Jesus himself says in the New Testament that no man knows when Jesus will be coming back to bring an end to the world as we know it. And in fact, actually at that moment in time, he didn't even know when that was going to be. And that's that's pretty remarkable. Um, I'm sure, of course, you're all aware that, you know, over the past oh, I don't know, 100 years plus, we've had a lot of people who have wanted to try to uh, tell you, you know, the world is going to end on this date. In fact, one of the more interesting ones of late was just a few years ago. Well, actually, gosh, now I guess it's been a little over 20 years ago. Oh, boy, am I feeling old. Um... We were all worried that when January 1st, 2000 rolled around, that the entire world was going to come to an end because the computers had no idea how to understand the, uh, the, the transition from 1999 to 2000. They weren't programmed to do that. And, of course, the entire world was going to come crashing down because of it. Obviously, that didn't happen. And, in fact, short of a couple of um, movie rentals that apparently were marked uh, a thousand years late, or 100 years? I don't know, 100 years late, 1,000 years late? I don't know. I'm not keeping close track. You know, a couple of folks got billed a couple of, you know, million dollars in late fees. As far as I know, that was all rectified and was all good. Um, One of the next huge big deals was that the Mayan calendar didn't go beyond 
it's either beyond 2012 or it didn't include 2012. I don't remember what it is now. I think it was it didn't go beyond 2012. And so when the, the, the year ended, so was the world. And again, here we are, still alive, um, really just kind of staring down the barrel of a whole lot more just really weird stuff. Now, you've probably heard me mention in other podcasts that effectively every generation since before the arrival of Jesus here on this earth, man has thought we are living in the end times and that the end of the world, the return of the Messiah, uh, Armageddon, whatever you want to call it, that these things have been just right around the corner because whether it's religious or you're just looking at the world at large, you'll see that there's just been a lot of turmoil. That's, that's the one thing that remains constant in this world, and that is inconstancy. So I've never really given a whole lot of thought to uh, the end of the world, mainly because, well, first and foremost, there's nothing I can do about it. We are on a countdown, don't know when the clock's going to run out, and so since I can't add so much as a cubit to my lifespan by worrying about it, I pretty much just leave that one be, and then rest secure in the knowledge that whenever it does happen, I'm changing zip codes. Um, you know, additionally... Jesus, like I said, he, he says, you know, nobody knows, nobody knows when it's going to be. So, I mean, why then should I get cranked about it? I'm not. What I did find interesting, though, was uh, toward the end of last year, I was driving, and the radio station that I, I listen to predominantly is mostly pastors and preachers. Um, you know, the likes of Chuck Smith, Greg Laurie, just some some really really awesome uh, radio pastors and preachers, uh, you know David Jeremiah, love his stuff. And there's one on there that uh, man's very charismatic, but he's a big fan of numerology, and that really aggravates me. And I'm going to let it go at that. I, I do, however, want to give him his due. His organization has rescued thousands and thousands of children and young women from sex traffickers around the world. These guys do a lot of really, really good work, just absolutely amazing work. And I, in that respect, I thank God for them and their efforts. I want to make sure that you understand very clearly that just because the man preaches false doctrine does not mean that they can't produce some good in the world. I digress. Um, wanted to kind of take a quick look at a few things here. Uh, the first, you know, I, <laughs> I... Oftentimes, I'm sure you've you've heard me make comments about you know, just, wow, where where do we begin with unpacking this? And 
Also, I'm sure you know, I, I try to keep these podcasts down to a reasonable period of time. I don't, I don't want you to have to, you know, kill your phone downloading this or to, you know, be late for work listening to it or, or whatnot. So I try to keep them down to about 20, max 30 minutes, but you know, right in that 20, 25 minute window if I can help it. But some of these subjects are just absolutely, uh, they're just, they're, they're so huge. It's, it's like, how, how do you start? Where do you decide where to start? Well, first of all, just in case you were either too young in May of 2020 to remember any of this stuff, or hopefully, maybe, you know, it's 10 or 15 years down the road, it's, you know, now the, the 2030s and maybe the 2040s and you're listening to this. Let me, let me give you a quick rundown of the absolute wreck that 2020 has been. And keep in mind, this is not a comprehensive list. This is just the big stuff that's made the news. Okay, Back in early January, our military forces killed Iran's top general, a guy by the name of Soleimani. They retaliated with missile strikes just like spray and pray. They were just like firing missiles off in just random directions, um, many of which happened to have U.S. military bases or allied military bases in immediate proximity. This whole thing... brought everybody that I know to the edge of genuine concern that World War III was about to start. Now, understand, uh, I became throughout this process a little concerned that we could end up with a shooting war for a number of reasons. But by and large, the end result of this was we didn't go anywhere. Now, that having been said, in the middle of all of this, a Ukrainian uh, airline jet was shot down. And it took a while, but the, the uh, Iranians finally copped to it, and all that did was end up stoking this fire. In the middle of all of this, we have an attempted impeachment of our president, which drug on for months. In fact, it started several months earlier, but it, 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 it really ramped up to the point of bringing articles of impeachment here in 2020. East Africa saw the largest invasion of a swarm of locusts that they had seen pretty much in the memory of anybody alive at that point in time. Um, and of course, you know, locusts, Bible, plague, got everybody screaming, running around with just crazy. And then of course, let's not forget about our old friend, the coronavirus. All over the globe, Volcanoes were erupting, earthquakes were shaking things down, 
floods of near biblical proportion, Australia, pretty much the entire country went up in smoke. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but there were just absolutely insane wildfires out there, and of course, all over California as well, to the point that they actually decided that they were going to uh, like start disconnecting people's power to avoid wildfires. Okay, And keep in mind, i got friends out there. Um, England completed their, uh, their, their Brexit plan. President Trump, after acknowledging that uh, we would be relocating our Israeli embassy to the actual capital of Israel, also in January of this year, presented a massive plan for quote-unquote peace in the Middle East, which just to, to give you a 50,000-foot you know, snapshot basically said the Palestinians can go pound sand, no pun intended. Israel is Israel, and they're going to keep their stuff, and we're going to give them a little bit of the uh, West Bank back too. Um, in the midst of all of this, of course, coronavirus, we now have murder hornets, murder hornets, murder hornets. Don't even get me started on who came up with the name murder hornets. We have, uh, this is no joke, if you haven't seen it, Google it. We had monkeys attacking lab workers and stealing samples of the coronavirus. This is no joke, folks. I'm not making this up. And then, of course, most recently, cities all over this country right now are currently on fire because of riots allegedly in direct relation to what many are calling an unjust outcome to the murder of an innocent man. Now I say that, I say it that way because we haven't even gotten into the, the legal court portion of this. The man's body is barely cold and already we've got conspiracy theories. The murderer has been arrested and I mean literally, I don't even think a court date has been set for arraignment yet. I don't know for sure. Uh, to be honest with you, the news is all over the place. And right now, of course, the news is focusing mostly on these riots that are burning major cities to the ground. Half of the city of Dallas is on fire. Minneapolis has been burned to the ground practically. All of this stuff is going on. And even reasonably sane people such as myself have to look at this list and go, Okay, you know, um, wasn't convinced that we're heading into the end times, but, you know, I have to admit, this list is pretty impressive and awfully persuasive. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind, folks. First and foremost, a lot of this is coming from our own perspective. And by that I mean there is nothing 
in the book of Revelation that refers to the United States being a part of what the end of the world is going to end up looking like. A lot of debate on why. Uh, I think personally that just because, to be honest, forgive me for being crass, but the United States are kind of history's bastard stepchildren. We like to think of ourselves as being a great power, and in fact we are, but I think in the grand scheme of history, especially given the fact that we are effectively the newest nation on the block, I think that I really just don't think that we play into biblical end times prophecy. Now, I could be wrong. doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. But the issue I'm trying to bring up is that we, as Americans, you know, we think of ourselves as the greatest nation in the world, most powerful nation in the world, you know, however you want to describe it. And so when our nation starts going crazy, we tend to look at this and go, oh, dear God, it's the end of time. Or we're we're coming up on on the the uh, rapture, and I think first of all that that's more than just a little bit arrogant, and really just because of what I just described earlier that the U.S. has no no bit part even in in Revelation the story of the rapture. Um, the next thing is you know we're we're looking at this very much through our own rose-colored glasses. I mean, we, we, we throw in the, the locusts in Africa and the wildfires in Australia, but the reality of the situation is all of this is located, all this crazy garbage, well, of course, okay, coronavirus, multiple nations are dealing with that, but we as Americans look at this whole thing as, as just this incredibly self-centered take on what's going on. And, and again, going back to when, when Jesus was asked, you know, what's, what's the end of the world going to look like? You know, he told you that they we're going to have wars. Nation will rise against nation. There will be, uh, you know, uh, epidemics, disease, all of this stuff. But this has been going on quite literally since the beginning of recorded human history. Every Every generation, whether it's here or somewhere else, there's always been war. There has always been disease. All of these things have always been there. Part of the reason why they're so blatant to us is because we have a much better communication system than was available in Jesus' time. A wildfire in Australia wouldn't have meant diddly squat to them. They wouldn't have known about it at least not as a society. And I think too, and forgive me for you know slapping my tinfoil hat on, I really think that, that a lot of what's going on right now in the U.S. is because the media wants us to be following this narrative, following after and looking at this shiny pretty thing and ignoring something else very strong that's going on. And I think that we're, we're, we're doing ourselves a disservice by letting them distract us. Now, 
as I'd mentioned earlier, uh, you know, some of my, my favorite pastors on the radio uh, are, are just amazing. I want to give you a couple of, of quotes that I, I dragged, dragged out specifically from uh, David Jeremiah. Uh, the first one comes from, Until Christ returns, living faithfully today while we wait for our glorious tomorrow. This is a time when all of God's people need to keep their eyes and their Bibles wide open. We must ask God for discernment as never before. Let that sink in. We need to ask God for discernment more now than ever before. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. By the time I'm done with this series of podcasts, I will probably have said it more than a thousand times. Familiarize yourself with Scripture. Know what it says. So when people start throwing things at you like, oh, it's the end of the world because of the coronavirus pandemic. No, it's not because of that. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying y'all aren't going to get nearly as much heads up or advance notice as you think you're going to get. This stuff's always been going on. And that's why it is incumbent upon us as Christians to know what the text says so that we can be better prepared to have those discussions. The other quote of his that I just absolutely, I mean, this is what caught my attention and really prompted me to put this, this podcast together. Again, it's from David Jeremiah, and it's from a segment called What Are You Afraid Of? Which, by the way, if you haven't had a chance to review that, please do. It's just absolutely stunning. What are you afraid of? He says, We can find ourselves in the middle of God's perfect will and in the middle of a perfect storm at the same time. And in that I reference Job. The man's whole world literally fell apart. I mean, literally everything, 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 everything fell apart. He lost everything. And yet he was still in God's will, living in God's will, obeying God, worshiping God, praising God. So don't, for a second, folks, forget who we are. We are God's children. And whether or not the rapture is going to happen tomorrow, a month from now, a year from now, a decade from now, a millennium from now, makes no difference. That should have no bearing on what we as Christians are doing. Because it is his will that we still go out and seek the lost to lead them to salvation. To introduce them to the God that allows us to be able to say, hey, <laughs> this whole thing could be on fire. And you know what? It is well with my soul. Because this is what God has for me, and I embrace it. I'm not saying I'm happy that my business is on fire. I'm saying that whatever God is bringing me through, He is going to continue to bless me and mine because 
that's what he promised me he was going to do. Anyway, I've kind of reached my, my self-imposed time limit, so I leave you with this thought. This very well could be the decade leading up to the rapture. I don't know. And if you're spending more time focusing on that than you are about the idea that we don't have a lot of time before the rapture and that we are missing an opportunity to get as many people on that narrow path as we possibly can in the short time that we may or may not have, you're missing the point. You're focusing on the wrong thing. The rapture is going to happen. There's nothing we can do to stop it. There's nothing we can do to prolong the time we have here. My question to you is, what are you doing with the time that you have here to prepare for that? When you have to stand before God and he says, what did you do with the time I gave you? What did you do with the talents that I provided you with before I, I, I went to a foreign country and if all you have to show for it is the talent that he gave you that you buried in the ground and did nothing with you are going to get your beak smacked says that clearly in the Bible keep that in the back of your mind as you go about your business today folks I thank you for tuning in this is the Sower Seed Pod podcast and I'm your host Gordon Bean